Welcome to the Edge Talk Radio Network, your weekly source for information, empowerment, and connection. The Edge Magazine and its advertisers bring you inspired interviews and conversation on learning and healing, on our sacred journey, and on topics that expand beyond time and space. Now, welcome today's host. Welcome to the March 2nd, 2016 live broadcast of the Multi-Perspective Edge with two guys in the know. Um, this is Bert Allen, and I'm here with my partner in crime, Eric Girl. Hey, guys. And first of all, we just want to start off tonight by saying thank you so much for spending a little time with us. Um, so we're going to spend about the next hour, hour and 15 minutes or so um, just chatting a little bit about manifesting your highest life's purpose today. And so giving you some pointers, some tips, and um, if we have some time at the end, we'll give you the chance to either call in or send us some questions on Facebook. But, um, yeah, first of all, I think what, what we should do is just kind of fill you in a little bit on what our adventures have been the past couple of weeks because we know a lot of you have been following us on Facebook. And so we were out in Los Angeles and we were a vendor at the 14th Annual Conscious Life Expo, which was held at the LA Hilton, um, LAX Hilton. And it is the largest um, Conscious Life Expo in the United States. Um, there were 200 exhibitors, Lots of workshops, lots of lectures. Um, it was just an amazing experience. Three very intense days, um, three very long days. But we met so many awesome people in California. Um, it was fun to become acquainted again with some of our clients out there. It had been a year or so since we saw them. And meet a whole bunch of new clients. And then in the process, reconnect with some, some friends from out there and make some new friends in, in the spiritual community as well. So um, Eric had to drag me back to Minnesota, kicking and screaming. I literally did not want to get on the plane. Yeah, he was a bit of a whiner. Yeah, I know. But yeah. usually it's me that doesn't want to get on the plane. <laughs> not that I wanted to get on the plane, but I missed my puppies. <laughs> So, so we just had a blast um, and learned so much, and it was just a lot of fun. So one of the talks that we gave out there was um, the, the topic that we're going to discuss tonight, which is manifesting your highest best purpose. And so um, we're, we're going to hopefully make this interactive and provide you with some, some fun stories and in the process give you some, some really specific tips and pointers that we have found work well for both ourselves and our clients. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun experience. So um, a couple things just to remember, if you want to ask a question, um, there's a couple ways that you can do that. But the easiest way is if you are listening on your telephone, you can simply press 1 on your phone keypad, and that tells me that you want to ask a question. So I can see that on my screen. The other thing you can do is go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com 
slash two guys in the know. And you can just send a message to us with a question on there, too. I monitor that throughout the show. So we definitely want to make this interactive. We want to hear your experiences. We want you to, to ask those questions. We want to make this a fun one. Um, this is probably the most popular lecture that we've ever done. Um, we've done this twice now. And every time, we've been, like, standing room only. So we're really excited to share this. Um, we have a couple people in, in L.A. that literally begged us to do this and put this back on so that they could hear it again. So this is for you guys. <laughs> awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome blossom. Well, one of the things that we are asked really constantly it, it literally, if, if we're doing the next web edit, it comes up at least five or six times um, over the course of the day, is what is my life... Oh, I thought you were going to say what are the winning Powerball numbers. Yeah, well, that might come up too once in a while. But <laughs> the what is my life purpose question always seems to come up. Um, and so, well, first of all, what is a life purpose? dun dun da. That's a good question. How do you know what your life purpose even is? Well, our life purpose, we know we're living our life purpose um, when we are feeling like um, the parts of ourselves are healed and connected. So when we're living our life purpose, um, you know, we're, we're happier, we're more content, um, we're more loving, we take care of ourselves more, Hey, wait a minute. Does this mean my life purpose is to be on vacation? Perhaps. Sweet. <laughs> I can go with that. You can go with that one. Um, and it really is about living in a state of abundance. And when people hear the word abundance, they think automatically, oh, okay. So that means, you know, I need lots and lots of money. The only way that I'm going to be happy is by having lots of lots of money. Well, the word abundance actually um, means that it's a feeling of safety and security, both in the present and the future. And it also means that you have enough. So it, it isn't necessarily that you have tons of excess, but you have enough. You have enough to be, feel safe and secure and be able to um, provide for yourself and then also give additional fun, potentially, to other people. So we know we're living our life purpose when all of those kinds of things are aligned. Now, that doesn't mean that life is going to be always easy. There's going to be lots of challenges that come up as well. But but the key is that going back to what is abundance, it really is a feeling of safety and security. And And I know that um, it's something that I've been focusing on recently in terms of really concentrating on that feeling piece because in my mind I can say, okay, yep, you know, I know what my salary is, I, I make enough money, it, it must be okay, but I never necessarily feel safe and secure with my finances. So then then that, that comes into an issue where i got to dig into that and figure out, okay, what the heck, where is that coming from? And sometimes it's past life stuff. Sometimes it's things from this lifetime. And so, but that's all a part of our spiritual journey. So that's, that's kind of the, the cool part as we peel back the layers um, 
kind of like an onion and discover, you know, more and more who we are. So this life purpose really is about you being able to live the life that you were meant to live. And it's about you living consciously and being able to make choices over what it is that your life is going to be. You might not be able to control everything that happens in your life, but you're going to be able to um, make choices about, conscious choices about what it is that you want to do. So one of the things that, that how we got started with this manifesting thing, um, you know, and then we'll get into some more specific strategies. Um, I had never really heard about manifesting until Eric brought it up. And I hadn't heard about (laughs) it until it was basically thrown at me. Pounded into you by a friend of ours. And so, um, you want to tell the story, Eric? Yeah. I mean, a lot of you know uh, that have gotten to know us know that I went through a period of time where I was laid off from a job that I really thought was my dream job. And I, um, I loved this job. It was one of those jobs I got up for every morning and I just was excited to go to it. I truly didn't think that existed. So uh, when my position was eliminated, I went through a pretty dark period where I sat around and did a whole hell of a lot of nothing, out and spent all my money <laughs> and, and, and you know, those kind of things. And all of a sudden one day I looked at, you know, I looked at my bank account and I said, wow, I need to get off my big butt and I need to, I need to find a job. Um, I need to find something that's going to support me. You know, um, Bert was great, but I think he was ready to hurt me if I didn't get <laughs> a job real soon. So it was time. <laughs> it, it was definitely time. So I did the work. I put together what I really thought was an amazing resume. All the feedback that I got from, like, my former boss, coworkers, mentors was like, wow, Eric, this is great. You're going to have no problem finding a job. I had great references. I had everything. I had all of that stuff lined up. And so I went out there pretty confident. I was maybe even a little cocky. I thought, you know what, I'm good. I'm going to get this. So I was applying for all these jobs, and the phone didn't ring. I never got emails other than to say thanks but no thanks, or as I call them, the FU emails. And I happened to be talking to a friend of ours who was also a psychic, and I, and I said, you know, I, I don't get it. I, I, You know, everybody told me how easy this going to be. I would have no problem finding a job, blah, 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 blah. I was kind of having a pity party for myself, and she almost kicked me, I think. And she said, Eric, how many times do I have to tell you that you need to start manifesting? You need to put out there what you want. The universe can't help you unless you tell it what you want. And I rolled my eyes, and I looked at her and said, okay, whatever. I still thought this manifesting concept was a little far-fetched, a little stupid, if you will. I'm like, well, that's great. I want a million dollars, but in the words of my dad, there sure as hell isn't anybody knocking on my door to give it to me. But I went home that night, and I said, you know what? What do I have to lose? And this is what you'll find a theme in stories that I tell. Is usually <laughs> it starts with, well, what the hell? So I didn't have anything to lose. I was like, well, why not? But what I didn't really understand was all these complicated manifesting 
rituals and things that people went through. To me, that was just absolutely ridiculous. And I said, no, I'm going to make this simple. And I literally took out a yellow post-it note. Wait, wait a second. That's way too rudy. Yellow? Yeah. Really, it was yellow? It was a yellow. Okay. All right. That's a little too rudy. So I decided there I would write down exactly what I wanted from my job because I knew what I wanted from my job. I wanted a lot of the same things I had in my in my previous position. Um, so I wrote it down. I wrote a salary down. I wrote vacation time down. I wrote duties down. I did all sorts of that stuff. I put it all on that post-it note. I sat and I looked at it and I said, yep, this is exactly what I want. So I just asked, I said, okay, bring this. So I, then I was like, well, what do I do with it? Some people say burn it. Some people say whatever. Well, as you can tell, rituals don't mean a lot to me. I crumpled it up and threw it in the trash. Never to be thought of again. I just trusted. I said, all right, this is what they're telling me to do, so I'm just going to trust. I'm going to trust that it's going to come to me. So nothing happened the next day. Nothing happened the day after that. So I went back in. I just kind of did some meditation around what, what I wanted in my job to make sure I was really accurate with that. And all of a sudden, I hear this booming voice in my in my ear. You can't have a job until you do what you're supposed to do. Well, instantly I knew what this was, and that was, you know, hanging that neon sign in my in my front window and starting to do the psychic readings professionally, yada, yada, yada. But to make a long story short, once I did that and I trusted myself and followed the guidance I was given, the next day the phone rang, and it was the job that I ultimately ended up getting who not only met the salary requirement I put on my little post-it note, exceeded it by almost $10,000, exceeded the vacation time I requested, exceeded everything. They met or exceeded everything I put out there. And this was a company, guys, I can tell you that I've applied for jobs with this company probably 10 times and have never gotten so much as a phone call. And the next thing I know, within two weeks, I'm getting the job and working. Now, funny part of this story was all that stuff worked out great, but I sort of forgot to ask for a boss that wasn't equal host. So that's something to don't forget. Don't forget those environmental things. My boss was probably the most horrible person I ever had the displeasure of working with. Uh, very, very angry, angry woman. And uh, I learned from that then. So now when I find myself in those situations, even when we're doing expos, I ask to make sure we're next to you know, high vibrational people, people that are happy and want to be there for the right reason. So don't forget those little things either. So that's my story on manifesting, and that's when I became a believer because it was just too much of a coincidence to be a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences anyway, and all of a sudden I had everything and more that I asked for. So one of the things that that Eric did was he obviously became very clear about what he wanted. He oh, so wrote it down. <laughs> but you didn't write down what you didn't want. No. You wrote down what you wanted. And that's something that, you know, our friend told us. She said, don't write down what you don't want. Write what you want. And I, and most of the time, 
I would say a majority of us, I would kind of defer to, well, I know what I don't want. But then, do you know what you want? And usually when we start claiming what it is that we want, then we don't think we deserve it. So it's really important to to put that out there, that this is what I want. Um, And we've had clients, when we're talking to them about moving, it seems to come up a lot with houses um, when people want to move. Um, that they just have never felt comfortable in their house or they just don't like where they're living. or And so a lot of times it comes up and we will hear this. We will hear this from angels and guides, um, from spirit around, and they will say, you need to tell them they need to figure out what they want. They need to write down exactly what they want. And so I remember specifically probably about two years ago there was this woman And they showed us an image of what would be like the perfect environment for her. It was by a lake. There were some woods. Um, It it was like a condo, not necessarily an apartment or a townhouse. Um, And I remember Eric describing some pine trees. And so as we were talking to her about having to manifest for this and um, kind of what the environment was, She's like, well, but do you know where I live? She's like, there, there's no water there. There's not a lake. There's nothing there. I don't, that's not going to happen. And and our response to her was, you still need to do it. Write it down. Write it down. Um, and then we got a call uh, two months later, and she said, oh, you'll never guess what. There was this... Um, I think it was a condo. There was this condo in this area of town that I didn't even know existed, um, and they had built a man-made lake, but it had all of these pine trees, and it was um, there was nature in the backyard. It was exactly what we described, and she said it was peaceful, and she loved it. So it, that was just a really another great example for us that it's like, yeah, this really does work when you focus on what it is that you want. Um, and so, and then the piece asking, you know, asking for help. And, um, you know, when you're writing it down, you're, you're telling the universe, this is what I want. And then in that process, asking for help. So exactly. Asking for help from your angels and guides. Asking for help for them to support you. And if you're from the Midwest, a lot of Midwest people are like, oh, I don't deserve the help. Somebody else must deserve this more than me. Um, somebody else deserves that, that apartment more than I do. Somebody else deserves that condom more than I do. Um, but the reality is if you're operating on the, the philosophy of abundance, is that feeling of safety and security and having enough, there's enough for everyone. Absolutely. And so, And so part of that journey in life is figuring out Okay, how do you get yourself aligned spiritually to get what you want? Um, and so, yeah, that's a really that's a really hard thing for some people to work through. So, one of the ways that we we talk to students just to start manifesting is um, rockstar parking is one example. Um, so, we tell people to start kind of throwing it out there, um, just in terms of 
of being able to figure out um, sorry um, Tina's here and she's she's distracting me a little bit so in terms of Rockstar parking um, it, going to the mall and putting it out there to the universe here's what I'm looking for in terms of parking I want Rockstar parking I want to be up front and, um, and then trusting that yep that's going to happen and, you know, Eric tells a story about we went to the Mall of America once on uh, Thanksgiving or Black, Black Friday. Friday yeah. Yep. And we were able to, to get that rock star parking. People were driving past that spot left and right. And so, um, so yeah, it, it's one way to just kind of dip your feet into manifesting. Yeah, it's an easy way to get started with it. It doesn't additional manifesting, but it's definitely a way to get started, and it builds up that trust factor. The other thing that, that we really have a lot of success with is with our students when we go over this topic in our psychic development classes. Uh, we suggest that, you know, hey, tonight on your drive home, I want you just to say something. I want you to say, hey, angels, if you are around me, because I need that proof, I need to know you're around me, Show me cars with one headlight out as I'm driving. Um, Bert and I did this once, you know, just on our own, just to give it a shot to make sure it was an activity we were comfortable with. And in a 12-mile drive, we saw 18 of these cars with one headlight out. And I don't know if you think, if you really think about it, it's pretty uncommon to ever see that anymore. So um, lots of great ways to get started. Yeah, so... Um, the five steps that we talk to people about are um, the first one is just asking for help. So you have to be willing to ask the universe for help. Um, so asking your angels and your guides for assistance and being really clear about what it is that you want. Yeah, having those crystal clear intentions is probably the biggest thing that, that we can we can tell anyone that if your intentions aren't clear, the universe doesn't know what to help you with. It doesn't know what to give you. Um, so make sure that you, you just decide. So make sure you put those intentions out there. Um, and then this other one, you know, we see this a lot, especially here in the Midwest. Well, what if I'm not asking for the right thing? Well, who cares if you're asking for the right thing? Your angels and your guides and your team are always going to take care of you, but they need you to ask for something. Um, you know, so we can, I said the joke earlier about the winning Powerball number. Well, I can ask them for it, but let's be honest, I'm not going to get them. But they're going to help to deliver me something. So in that winning, when I'm asking for the winning Powerball numbers, I'm putting the intentions out there of why I want them. So they're going to help to deliver that to me. So one of the things, too, is always with that adding and something better or... Um, and more. So that way, you know, you're also not limiting yourself that the universe won't limit you to just that. Because you can, you can say, you know, you know, universe send me some money and they might send you some money, but it might be 25 cents. And the universe did its job, but you weren't, you weren't clear about what it was that you needed. And so it's always, you know, and more or, you know, um, this or something better. And that helps helps you to feel like the universe really is going to take care of your needs. 
Yeah, absolutely. So the second one is about letting go of letting go of the how. And um and so that has to to be that piece we were talking about earlier, you know, the woman was saying, I have no idea how this is possibly going to happen. Um, because there's not a lake, you know, in my town. And so it's really about getting past, you know, taking the logic out of there's logic in the illogical essentially. So getting out of your head and stop trying to control things. Um that's a, a huge part uh of this. And so often our ego or, or whatever you want to call it kinda of will get in the way because we try and control the situations and, and feel like we want to to do it better or we can do it better, we can do it more, we want to be in control. So the letting go of the how, um, at least I know for me, is really hard. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we all, especially those of us that identify as type A's, we want to know that process. We want to know that how. Um, This is where that trust thing comes into play. So that's why when you're starting to manifest, I don't suggest you start like I did. I don't suggest that you start with something big. Continue to start with small things and build up to those bigger things so that you don't have that self-doubt or that distrust that that this isn't going to happen. Um, Bert and I can confidently tell you when we have manifested, uh, we've always been given what we needed. And I notice I said needed, not asked for. Sometimes, like I said, we talked about, you know, asking for help and then worried we're asking for the wrong thing. Asking for anything is what gets manifesting going for you, what gets your team working. And they will determine, you know what, I see that you want that, but this is what you really need to get to that next step. So that's what they'll bring you. Uh, so along with that, uh, so understanding the laws of manifestation and deserving this, um, we've already touched about on those a little bit here. Um, so again, the first one was asking for help. The second one was letting go of the how. The third one is understanding the laws of manifestation and deserving this. So how exactly does this work? And a lot of that has to do with um, the belief that you deserve it, um, that that whatever it is that you're asking for, you deserve. And so, so often we get in our own way, and it usually comes out um, that we feel like we actually don't deserve what what it is that we want, um, or we are wanting, you know, not something that really is going to fulfill us. Um, we're wanting something for the wrong reason. And so part of that is really learning, you know, that law of manifestation has to do with understanding the spiritual guidance that you're getting. So the true guidance versus the false guidance. So so what is spiritual information that's coming to you versus, you know, the thoughts that are just rolling around in your head? And so that's where, you know, we've talked about on the show lots of times about, you know, following your, your gut, your instinct, your intuition, um, versus getting psychic information. And so as you develop spiritually, you start to really get a, a clear understanding of, you know, what's coming from within you and what's coming from outside of you. And when that, that information is coming to you, it's starting to sort through, well, what's coming just through my head? What are just thoughts that I'm having? And what is information that really can help me to move to move my life forward? Um 
you know, part of that is is believing that you that you if you're deserving that you have value. Um, part of that is also not putting up walls, um, and we're really good about doing that. Um, you know, just saying, you know, nope, it's not possible, or asking for it and then putting up a wall and just saying, yeah, the universe let me down. And some of that's just unconscious. One of the things that comes up pretty consistently, again, with our clients is that we take some sort of past life vow, um, you know, or we've been a monk or a nun in many lifetimes, and throughout those lifetimes we took a vow of poverty, and so then we wonder why in this lifetime we always struggle with our finances. Well, that energy is imprinted on on your soul, and so you're trying to work through that energy of, um, you know, well, I took a vow of poverty, so I'm not supposed to have money. So money just, like, runs away from you, and you don't know why. So that would be that would be one example, I think. Another thing is just... Um, <laughs> sometimes faking it until you make it. So it's just changing your mindset that, no, I can do this, or no, you know, that's part of of believing that you deserve it. And so, um, you know, sometimes you got to just put those intentions out there again and again that, yep, I can do this. Matt, really the last step then, guys, is really just opening yourself up to receiving. And it sounds like this would be pretty easy because think about it. If I handed each of you a hundred grand right now, who's going to say no to it? But then there's also those people. I'm one of them. You know, a lot of times that you know, if all my dreams came true right now, my head would probably explode. I'm not ready for that. So you have to be ready for the things you're asking for too. You've got to make sure that you've opened up your heart. You've opened your mind to yes, I can do this. So. You know, some of the ways you can do that, you know, you can do some visualizations about what success is. So what is this if you're asking for something that's related to success? So in my case, with that job, I had to visualize success, and for me, success was getting that job offer. Um, And that's something that that really helped me with this. Um, The other, you know, another thing you can do is to say positive affirmations. You know, I, I am deserving. I am open to receiving uh, I, I am open to one of the ones I use, which people laugh at me, but I, I like it. I'm open to the next adventure. You know, I'm open to the next step. Um, probably my favorite, though, is asking for help from your angels and guides. You know, one of the things we've talked about on the show numerous times, your angels can't help you if you don't ask them for help. So if you're not asking them for help, you're never going to get help from them. So you've got to make sure that you're asking them. Your guides can help you in different ways that your angels can't. Um, but it's a good idea to ask all of them. So I just call them my team. You know, and I'm like, all right, team, here's what I need, and I need your help getting it. That's a, It's a huge one, and it's something that so many of us struggle with, particularly people that have those vows that Bert mentioned, um, you know, people that struggle with these types of things. This is hard for them. If you're not open to receive, why should you get it? You know, that's a question that, that, that helped me to understand it was a, a friend put it that way. If you don't want to receive it, why are you going to get it? And I said, and I looked at her and said, but I want to receive it. She's like, right, but are you open to receiving it? 
And those are two different things. So you've got to make sure that your heart, your mind, your soul, every part of you is open to having that. Um, you know, particularly where we see this, are issues around abundance. Um, because our society tells us abundance means that we have excess. So if I'm asking for abundance and, finance, and finances to come to me, you know, our society has taught us that means I'm asking to be rich. And that's not what you're asking for. You're asking to have enough. Abundance at its core is simply having enough. So just make sure that you're understanding those concepts. Make sure that you um, are open to that. You know, there's a there's a really great Doreen Virtue book. I know we talk about Doreen a lot, and I'm telling you the woman should pay us for as many books of hers as we probably sold. Uh, but the book is simply called Angels of Abundance. And this is a book that is, I personally have never read cover to cover. When I'm struggling with things, I'm struggling with that, I literally flip the book open and it gives, it guides me right to the page. I need. Um, some people like you know can't do that. They need to read it cover to cover, and that's fine. But this is the book that really, really honed me in on that. If I'm not open to receiving, I'm not going to get it. So, um, so yeah, I mean that's really our simple process, guys. Like I, like I, I have said, I don't get hung up on on rituals. I don't get hung up on on having to do this at certain times. Um, we really just have that simple five-step process. So I'll go through those five steps again. That first one is you have to ask for help. The second one is you have to let go of the how. Don't worry about how it's going to happen. Just trust that it will happen. The next one is you need to understand the laws of manifestation and deservingness. And that's exactly what those first two are about, actually. So it's like you need step-by-step. That fourth one, then you have to believe that you deserve. If you don't believe you deserve, why in the world would anybody or anything give you anything? And finally, you got to open yourself up to receive. All right. So what Eric mentioned one resource. The other resource that we wanted to just mention tonight, too, and it actually is a donating virtue resource as well, is um, if you use Oracle cards, she does have a life purpose deck. Um, of oracle cards, which we have found really useful, um, not only in terms of life purpose, but also um, just in general, it's a, it's a really nice deck to be able to provide some really clear guidance. Um, and so, so that that's another way as well. If you're still struggling to trust what it is that you're you're hearing from 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 spirit, then just start pulling, you know, some of those cards. And again, what we always tell people is some of the cards you can't take necessarily literally what it says. So if you pull the card and it says you're an art teacher, and you're like, what? <laughs> you have to you have to read into that context. How does that fit in with with you? So maybe it's more about creativity and helping others related to creativity. It maybe isn't just specifically being an art teacher. All right. So, so again, that's another resource for you um, as you're on this journey of manifesting your highest life's purpose. Um, I know that I can say that once I started to do some manifesting, it really felt to me, I, I felt a huge shift. Um, I felt like things were more positive. Um, I felt like I was more conscious 
And actually, I felt more in control when I was letting go of releasing, having to control everything. Um, I felt more like, like like who I am and, you know, what it was that I wanted. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, awesome, guys. So we want to talk to you. You know, we want to hear from you now. So we are going to open up the phone line. So, again, if you're listening online but you decide, you know what, I'd like to ask a question, I want to share something, uh, remember you can call in to 714-364-4750. Excuse me. And just go ahead and press 1 on your keypad. That will put you in line to ask a question if you're interested in asking a question. Just a reminder, we're not doing readings tonight. We are talking about manifesting your life's highest purpose. Um, so we're happy to, to answer questions, clarify anything that we've talked about for you. Um, the other option you can do if you don't want to call in or you're not able to call in, send us a message on our Facebook page. Just go to facebook.com slash two guys in the know, and you can just send a message. I'm monitoring the messages right now. So anybody's open. I do see we have a couple people that are in line to ask questions. Um, so how this works is, guys, I'll just give you the last four numbers of your phone number that I see on here, and that will be your cue. So I'm going to go ahead and bring our first caller on the line. So it looks like our first caller is calling from California, actually. Uh, caller, can yes, you hear I us? Am. I awesome. can. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, I... Um, I believe in the manifesting. I feel the manifesting. Actually, um, I was having some problems at work, and this gal who we never really talked much, but she was very intuitive, and she says, you need to read this book. And it was by Florence Shin, and um, I, I, it was, it's probably maybe 70 pages little paperback and it was all about the manifesting and the more I got into it the more I saw things occurring and I manifested my husband (laughs) Uh, literally four years ago I I had I had gone through 10 years of um, between separation and divorce Um, It had taken us a while to get the settlement done. I did not want to be in a relationship until that was completely over with because I wanted to dedicate myself to the next person after I'd finished cleansing myself uh, spiritually, emotionally, financially, materialistically. I got rid of everything that felt heavy. And on my birthday four years ago, I said, okay, guys, I know you're all listening. (laughs) And I'm ready. And three days afterwards, I was invited to a party. I walked in. He saw me. I saw him. And nobody else existed in the room. And we have been best of friends and inseparable since. Oh, my gosh. That's so awesome. That is the perfect. And I realized I forgot to ask you, who are you talking to? (laughs) My name is Lily. (laughs) And you know what? Your your 
your radio show could not have come at a better time as a reminder to me. I am currently oh. seeking employment, and I have my own business, but I want to subsidize and help out more at home. And I applied for this job as a uh, for special needs uh, LVN nurse at my school district. And you guys reminded me I can get that job if I manifest it. Thank you. Oh, oh my God. How cool. Well, thank you for listening, and thank you for sharing that story with all of our listeners. Yeah, thank you. We want everyone to learn from each other, so that's awesome. Wow. Awesome. No problem. Take care. Awesome. That's a really cool story. I'm so glad that Lily called in to share that with us because, I mean, it just, yeah. Awesome. So we did get a question on Facebook that I'm going to go to next. We got a question from our friend Chrissy. And Chrissy asks, can you have more than one higher life purpose or is there one main life purpose? Ooh, that's a good question. Or why don't you go first? <laughs> I don't want to. Um. All right. What I'm doing right now is I'm just I'm asking for some clarification from uh, my angels and spirit guides because I want to make sure that I answer that the way that it needs to be. Um, what I'm hearing is, uh, so I'm trying to get out of my head on this. What I'm hearing is that um, this kind of goes back to life contracts, and so when we come come and we've decided, okay, here's the family I'm going to be part of, here's the experience I'm going to have, um, we we have a contract in place. Um, but what's really cool about that is that contract can change. And so, um, and that's where it feels to me, um, okay, and they just confirmed that again, that manifesting comes into place is you start shifting the contract. Um and you shift it for the positive. Um, what what they okay? They also just said that when you're manifesting, it's not gonna it's not gonna you're not gonna manifest something negative. That's not that's not a law of manifestation. Um, the manifestation works towards the positive, and so and that is something that Eric and I talk about all the time in our classes and lectures and with students is that it you have to move from the victim mentality to, to it's always you're in control or you're, you're driving the ship. And so same thing here. You know, you're the one that in terms of manifesting are being able to bring things to you. And so what I'm hearing in terms of life purpose is, yes, we all have a contract when we're coming. We do have a main life purpose. Um, now, you know, part of that is relationships. Part of that is you know, our, the career that we choose or the work that we choose. Um, but the the key with that is those life purpose that can grow and change over time. Um, I know I've seen that for myself just in terms of where I started my, my career. I started off as a music teacher and where that shifted um, over time. And so while it still was kind of in the same field, you know, when I went into administration, that became that became different, and it, and it things aligned very clearly that that was that was my life purpose. 
had you told me, um, you know, how many years ago that I would be talking on the radio about um, spirit guides and psychic stuff, I would have said you were absolutely crazy. But yet I feel as the very, you know, deepest part of who I am that this is the work that I'm supposed to be doing and it is a part of my life purpose. Um, but, you know, I, I, that's my experience and, and that's what I was hearing um, to help answer that question. Uh, Eric, do you have anything to add with that? Well, I I don't necessarily disagree with, with what Bert's saying. I think one of the things, though, uh, with that question is I feel like our life purpose changes based on where we are in our life, you know, but I'm not necessarily 100% on board with what Bert says is that the manifesting is really what impacts that. I think it's our life experiences that impact that, you know. Um, I truly do believe doing this work is my life purpose, but had I not taken that, you know, a psychic development class and started to, un- to, to open this, my life purpose would be completely different. Um, so, I, I think our life purpose does evolve as, as we go through our, our life. So, um, you know, a lot of people come to us and, well, I know exactly what my life purpose is. I know what it is. I know what it is. And, and they're confident in that. And then they tell us that, and you can just literally see their energy change and it goes down. And it's like, well, your life purpose is always going to boost and support you. Um, so I think it's a good idea to do those check-ins because that may have been your life purpose for that particular point of your life. It's not your eternal life purpose. It's your life purpose. So, Christy, I hope that answers your question. That was a great question, and thank you for submitting that. Or we made it more confusing, and... Well, we're good at that. <laughs> awesome. Awesome, awesome. So it looks like we've got another caller on the line, so I'm going to go ahead and bring this person on. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? All right. So the last four of this person's phone number is 0197. Caller, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Karen, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Okay. You know what I refer? I'm listening. I listen to the whole show. And at the beginning, I thought of the manifesting. I thought, yeah, what the heck, you know, whatever. But I thought of a vision board that I'd done from Pam, for Pampered Chef. I'd never done a vision board before. So I totally believe in what you're saying about manifesting. And I totally believe in life experiences changing what you think you might want and vision that you want. Okay? And I think you yep. guys are awesome. So how about that? But that's what I thought of when you first started out, Bert. I thought of and Eric of a vision board. I'd never done one of those, and I thought, oh, this is kind of silly, you know. Whatever you've done a you know yeah. a board when you were a kid or a collage or something like that. But it's what I think go back of when I get frustrated or Lyman's driving me crazy, and I think why I have everything I want in life right now. We're retired. I don't really have to worry about money. I don't have to work again. I don't have to do anything. You know, we should both be on top of the world. But sometimes you lose track of what you really think you want in life. And through my right. experiences, through being divorced, during relationships, 
and whatever. I've gone through a lot. I think I'm a strong woman. I'm not always happy, but I, if you think about what you really, really want and what truly makes you happy, you're going to be happy. Okay, so I kind of go back on that. But I think you guys are awesome. Uh, I, I, uh, I send my spiel. You know what I mean? I, I'm trying to relate it to my life now because I yep. feel pretty lucky. I feel like a queen, you know. I'm 59 oh, years boy. old, and I, I can be working until whenever. I can do whatever I want, whenever I want. And that's pretty, that's a nice feeling to have. That is. Yeah, that's awesome. Good for you. Yeah, those vision um, boards yeah. are really a great way to clarify exactly what you want in a positive way. Because you're not going to put on your vision board, you know, all the things you don't want. You know, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're putting all the things that you want. And so that's a great right. example, Karen, of really getting clear for the universe. Here are the things that I want. That's awesome. Right. Right. I want our basement done like yesterday so my husband can go do whatever you want. You guys know he's been in my home. You know, he gets frustrated with them. I don't like a frustrated man in my house. <laughs> you know, happy wife, happy life. Happy man, I'm a better wife, <laughs> right? It's true, though. Because, I mean, yeah. we, I, you guys are on vacation. We bought another new toy. Heck, we got a nice life here. You know, it, it, and it feels good when you can do whatever you want. Go on vacation. Go see the grandkids. Go visit things here in Minnesota in the northern woods. It's fun. It's whatever Absolutely. you have fun. You know, so, yeah. Well, there thank you, go. Karen, for sharing your experience, and that's going to be very helpful to some of our listeners. Absolutely. Thanks, Karen. You're welcome. All right, we'll talk to you later. Awesome, awesome. Uh-oh. I don't know if I can handle this. We just spent nine days with this person. Uh, Next person. Uh, the infamous Roberta is calling. So let's see what she has to say. Everyone prepare yourself for my mother. Hi, Mom. Hi there. How are you guys doing? Oh, Peachy. How are you? <laughs> Fine. Okay, so my question is, is it... <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> okay, so can... is Would it be bad to manifest for multiple things? Or... Because I'm yes, thinking like, okay... Everybody... How dare you? How selfish. I know. See, that's what I was like going. <laughs> but oh my God. okay, so okay, sorry. That's okay. So well, that's what I kind of think is like—is that selfish? But um, so like I okay, could do so, something okay. personal. So Go let ahead. me ask you this, Mom: Is it selfish that Bert and I? are manifesting for a reality show and I'm also manifesting for something else at the same time? Heck no, it's not selfish. The universe doesn't understand the concept of being selfish. If you desire it and you feel you deserve it, the universe, your team, your angels, your guides, they want you to have it. Okay. 
Okay, because that's what I wasn't, you know, of course, with being, as being a couple, you've got things there that you want to manifest for, and then you've got oh, individual right. goals, too. <laughs> so I just didn't want to, well, like... But part of that, then, is then you're getting stuck up in the house. So you're getting stuck in trying to figure out, well, that's impossible. How would that possibly happen? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, so the universe might provide those things for you. It might be just a little bit different, but it might be exactly what your needs are. And you just maybe realize, hey, Mom, are you driving? There's a lot of Uh, Hold on a sec. She's away. Yeah, just... I'm trying to get it out. Just knowing you, Mom, you're going to be really... It's going to be really hard for you to get the how out of that because that's who you are. You want to know the process. Yeah, because when you guys were talking... Yeah, sorry. When no, you guys ahead. were talking, yeah, when you guys were talking, that's where I was like, I kept going to the how, and it's like I need to yeah. get out of there. So, okay. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's really hard because, I mean, that's the exact same thing when, you know, I started manifesting a different job, and, you know, for me, it was, you know, I was focusing on this is what I need in a job, and I hadn't considered the fact that that how piece might be that we're actually relocating and moving <laughs> to a small town and Eric's quitting, you know, his job. Because logically, would I have thought that Eric would quit his job and we'd move up north and do a small town? Absolutely not. But that's where we're at. You know what I mean? That's the weird part. And I think Eric's happy. He said yesterday you like living here. <laughs> <laughs> so you just focus Sorry You just focus on the main thing And then everything else Just should fall into place Don't worry about how it's going to happen Just focus on The main part Yeah So is there something you're working on manifesting right now? Um I am starting to um, um, think about how to manifest, like for um, for your dad and I to relocate somewhere, and it would be somewhere that we Can I would. Um, in <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to relocate somewhere, and then that would be the place where we would be happy to retire. You know, it would meet what we would what we would manifest for for wanting to retire in whatever area. Oh, God, I'm trying to imagine you retired. That scares me. But anyway, um, <laughs> so exactly. And then, so that's what you put yeah. out there. So you put out there. Do you know what it is that you want to do there? Do you know? So don't necessarily focus on that place. Don't focus on the details. Just give the universe what it is you want and trust that you're going to get it. Okay. You know, if you okay. if you think about me, think about, you know, when I opened the center here in teeny tiny little Garrison, Minnesota, 
I would never, if you had told me a year from now, you know, when I opened it, well, a year from now, you're going to double your space. You're going to be successful. You're going to have all these things. I would have told you you were batshit crazy. But I had to, I did put those intentions out there and I just trusted it. I didn't let my head get in the way. And that's the thing for you, and that's the thing for Dad, if he's listening. You've got to get out of your head. Think is a bad word. <laughs> so stop thinking about manifesting and just do it. Okay. Okay. So start small, though, Mom. You If you've never done this, start small, and that's my advice to everybody. Start with those things like rock star parking. Start with... You know, if you're to make sure your angels are around you, start with those things like the one headlight. Because then from there you start building your confidence too. Yep. You start seeing the results. The other thing that we didn't also didn't mention, and this is probably good that it's coming up now, is that sometimes the time frame isn't exactly what we want it to be. Because what we the universe needs to do is pull those puzzle pieces kind of around to be able to get things lined up. So if you're manifesting something and you're like, I want this all by tomorrow, it's good to put a time time frame on it, but you can't get disappointed if you don't get it tomorrow. Yeah, you know? so like with my job thing, this was September when I started doing this, and I knew that if I didn't have a job by mid, mid to end November, I couldn't pay bills going forward. You know, unemployment also you know, had run out. So I said I needed this job in place by by the end of November at the latest. Well, I started the week of Thanksgiving. There's nothing wrong with putting a time frame on it as long as it's realistic. So if you're somebody that's manifesting for money and you realize, oh, I'm going to get evicted from my apartment next week, well, is it re- really realistic to say that you're going to get that five grand you need to avoid that in less than a week? Probably not. So just be realistic with that stuff. So, awesome. Hope that was helpful, Mom. Yeah. Well, Thanks, I got to say, Mom, we lost a lot of callers when we talked to you, so they must not like you. <laughs> 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 I'm teasing. We didn't. Awesome. Uh, All right. Well, thanks, Mom. Have a good dinner. I'm guessing you guys are on your way to dinner. Yep. Hi, you know how I knew that? I'm psychic. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> I muted it. <laughs> awesome, guys. So huh, hopefully that, that took some of the scariness out of manifesting. Hopefully that takes some of the, the fear away from it because manifesting at its core is a really, really simple and very old process. So don't don't get hung up on the rituals. Don't get hung up on... You know, well, now I've done it and I need to burn it and I need to do this on a certain cycle of the moon because always the BS flag for you. You don't need to do that. You just need to have very clear intentions and believe that you deserve it. Yeah, and again, as we always say in anything that we do, this is our truth and what works for us. Um, and so we try and always keep things things simple for people and so, you know, if you have different experiences and that starts working for you, that's awesome. Um, but we also know that you don't need to make things harder than they need to be. Absolutely. <laughs> and we're really, really good at doing that in life. It's human nature. 
Oh, awesome, guys. Well, hopefully, like I said, this was helpful. We um, we really wanted to share this message again after after doing this in L.A., and we, we really wanted to spread this message. This is something that Bert and I are both really passionate about. So, Yeah, so, um, so again, we want to thank you for joining us tonight. Um, our next live broadcast will be on Wednesday, March 23rd. Um, so, again, at 6 p.m., Central Time, and so um, we haven't quite ironed out exactly what that show is going to be yet, and so we'll be doing it here in the next, you know, week or so, um, and we'll get that posted on our website and on our Facebook page. So um, again, just want to remind you that we are available for the phone, email, um, in-person readings if you are in the area. And um, all that information is on our website, which, again, is www.twoguysinthenow.com. Or you can give us a call at 612-656-9007. And Eric mentioned earlier we are on Facebook. Facebook's a great way um, to just always be up to date on what it is that we're doing. If you're not on our email list, go to our website. It's bottom of the page. You can sign up. Um, but again, Facebook, it's www.facebook.com uh, backslash two guys in the know. Um, and of course, the number two. So again, we want to thank you so much for spending some time with us tonight. Um, manifesting isn't always necessarily the easiest thing to talk about because there's all of these little kind of pieces, but hopefully, again, we made, made things a little bit easier for you. Um, I think we'll repeat the five steps just one more time because we always get that whenever we give this lecture. We always have people coming up that say, I missed number three. Can you say number three again? And so we'll just we'll just do that real quickly here for you. So, again, the first one is just asking for help. Um, and so being willing and open to the universe, asking your angels and guides um, to assist you. The second one, again, is letting go of the how getting out of your head, trying to control it with your brain, um, you have to be able to let go and let the universe do their job. Um, let them put the pieces together. Let them figure out how they're going to meet whatever your your needs are, your highest good. Um, let them do that work. So understanding the laws of manifestation and deservingness, knowing that you actually you deserve to live your highest life purpose, um, again, believing you deserve, and then opening yourself up to receiving. Um, and again, that one trips us up a lot too. We're really good at giving to people and saying, "Yeah, you know, I'll give you the shirt off my back." And you want people to accept your help, but we're not great at receiving it. And typically, it's the people who are really good at giving that are awful at receiving. They just, you know, they don't want anything from anyone, but that's a, that's a life lesson, too, is, is that, that balance of, well, if you're giving something, you're receiving something. It, it balances out energy. So, yeah, awesome. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you again for spending an hour with us this week. Uh, we are in the process of booking some more events, getting things out there. Uh, so keep an eye on our website, keep an eye on our Facebook page, and then we'll also share those with you during our next show, which is at the end of the month. I'm blanking on the date right now. but 25th. 
There we go, the 23rd of February. <laughs> awesome. So keep an eye out on that. We've got some great, exciting things coming, and we look forward to sharing those with you. So take care and be good to each other. Thank you. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.